Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, August 9th, and we start with local news. The King's Daughters School opened a new residential facility for men on West 9th Street in Columbia yesterday. WKOM WKRM's Del Kennedy attended the opening and spoke to King's Daughters Director Shauna Pounders about what the new facility means to the historic school and campus. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon I am in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I am at the grand opening and ribbon cutting of the new uh, residential facility here at King's Daughters School. It's right here on 9th Street. It's definitely an historical home which has been beautifully restored and converted to a residential facility for young autistic men. Uh, It's going to open up for that purpose Monday. I'm speaking with Shauna Pounders, who is the executive director of King's Daughters Schools. And Shauna, tell me uh, how this came to be. Well, uh, we had been neighbors with Miss Smith, who lived in this house for as long as I can remember. Um, and when she passed, her daughters approached us and asked if we wanted to purchase it. And, of course, it's right across the street uh, from our main campus. So the situation, you know, the couldn't have asked for geographically for it to be any better. It made perfect sense for us. And we knew she had taken such amazingly good care of the property. So we were able to purchase it from her and renovate it, uh, go through licensing and zoning with the city and things like that and uh, are, are going to be able to provide housing and uh, living services for eight young men. And these will be autistic young men, correct? They will be. They'll be all young adult males um, who are on the autism spectrum who need supported living services. They're not able to live completely independently, uh, but they do want to live in a community and they want to experience community life, but still enjoy uh, everything that we offer on our campus. So being across the street from the campus, they can have the best of all worlds. And I believe you offer a special education for those who need it. We do. So uh, we offer an approved uh, State of Tennessee special education program, issue special education diplomas. And then for students who graduate after age 22, we offer a young adult academy. So that continues to offer um, special education services for young adults. That's amazing. Now, uh, I know as all nonprofits, uh, sometimes you need some financial help. Uh, You also need volunteers. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Uh, So we are always looking for folks who um, want to have our students over and want to do activities with our students, whether it's civic clubs or organizations and different groups. Our students are very active in the community, so we love working with churches and businesses and other groups to get our students involved. That's a great way for folks to be involved in our mission. Um, We also recently launched a job skills training program called the Enrich Program. So in the fall, our students start learning learning different job skills, and that job skills work culminates in the students creating curated gift boxes of local goods. And so then we have the opportunity for the community to purchase those boxes from our students and to support that program. So lots of information about how folks can partner with us in our mission, and all of that can be found on our website, which is www.tkds.org. All right. And a phone number? 931-388-3810. All right, this is amazing. Again, Delk Kennedy. I'm at uh, 9th Street in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm at the grand opening and ribbon cutting of the new residential facilities of the King's Alders School for Autistic Young Men. I'm speaking with Shauna Pounders. Shauna, congratulations. Thank you so much. We're really proud. Thank you. 
The Columbia State Community College Foundation recently established a new nursing scholarship endowment in honor of Nancy Coughlin. Thomas Coughlin created the endowment scholarship in memory and honor of his wife, Nancy Johnson Coughlin. Mrs. Coughlin was born in Hickman County, but raised in Santa Fe and Columbia, where she eventually graduated from Central High School. After completing post-secondary training, she worked as a registered nurse for 30 years and was very active in the community. We thank Mr. Coughlin for honoring his wife's memory by helping students that want to become nurses, said Bethany Lay, Columbia State Vice President for Advancement and Executive Director of the Columbia State Foundation. By so doing, many people in our communities will be helped. Columbia State's Health Sciences Program are strong and skilled, caring nurses are needed, she said. The scholarship will assist Columbia State students from Murray and Hickman counties that have been accepted into the nursing program. The Columbia State Foundation is a 501c3 organization that supports and partners with the college to positively impact student success and the communities in which it serves. At Riverside Elementary School, not only did children experience first day of school jitters and excitement, new principal Brecken Pinnell also beamed as she began her new role leading the school on Monday. As 415 school children in first through fourth grade settled into their new classrooms, Pinnell began the school day with the Pledge of Allegiance, positive words of encouragement, and a joke. What do you call the cleaners of the ocean? Mermaids, she said. After some chuckles, Pinnell answered, I'm sure, sorry, assured students, I love you, I believe in you, she said. After serving as the middle school coordinator for Murray County Public Schools, Pinnell, also a veteran school administrator, said she's glad to be back in the swing, experiencing the buzz of a school building. I love it. I love being a part of a culture of a school, she said. Sharing in that culture and being a part of that team is a good feeling. As she waved to parents and welcomed children, she said her number one goal is to make students feel welcomed. It's important for us to be welcoming, helpful, and to make sure everyone feels comfortable, excited, and safe, she said. It's also a time of establishing routines and expectations. Murray County Public Schools Superintendent Lisa Ventura visited Riverside to help welcome parents and students ahead of the 8 a.m. bell. Giving out hugs and reassurance, Ventura comforted an apprehensive child as he entered the building. Don't worry, she said, we will take care of you, and I like your dinosaur t-shirt, she said. Ventura said she is breathing a sigh of relief that all but 21 open teaching positions have been filled and all bus routes are accounted for, equipped with a driver or temporary driver. This time last year, the district had 100 open positions on the first day of school and not enough bus drivers. Last year, classes were combined to combat a teacher shortage, and bus rides were longer for students due to drivers taking on multiple routes. It feels great, Ventura said. I feel much more confident starting this year with the pieces in place compared to last year. We are ready. I'm excited about our staff, she said. Ventura said she is also encouraged after an intense summer tackling third-grade retention guidelines, which went into effect per state law following 2021 legislation by the Tennessee General Assembly. The district began with 50% of third graders not reaching proficiency on TCAP, which resulted in a mid-mad dash to enroll at-risk third grade students into summer school intervention camp STAR, which stands for Super Thinkers and Readers, to either reach proficiency at the end of the summer, commit to a fourth grade tutor, or be retained in some circumstances. Out of all third graders who endured a rigorous vetting process and summer program, 97.7% of 1,000 third grade students were promoted to fourth grade. Ventura said her model for this year is, don't look back, push forward. 
We have looked back at the data, and now it's pushed forward. I am most excited about our new phonics program and our new career exploration teachers in middle schools. Those are the new two newest additions to our school day that I am looking forward to, she said. Hopefully, it will bring us to the next level. Murray Regional Medical Group welcomes Dr. Braden Schuster to the Murray Regional Medical Group Interventional Pain Management Practice. Dr. Schuster received his medical degree from Indiana University School of Medicine in Indianapolis. He then completed a residency and fellowship with the University of Alabama at Birmingham. In addition to clinical experience, Dr. Schuster has participated in research related to chronic pain management during his residency. Murray Regional Medical Group Interventional Pain Management provides care for patients on a referral basis only. Providers within the practice offer solutions to patients suffering from chronic pain by focusing on quality of life for their patients. Dr. Schuster joins Dr. John C. Welker and nurse practitioners Rosemary Davenport, Jack Garrett, and Gretchen Nelson. Murray Regional Medical Group Interventional Pain Management is open Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. and Friday, 8 a.m. until 12 noon. They're located at the 1222 Trotwood Avenue, Suite 101 in Columbia. For more information, call 931-490-7372 or visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash pain management. The City of Columbia is pleased to announce that Lexi Dearborn has joined the Tourism and Marketing Department as the Marketing Coordinator. In this newly created position, Dearborn will assist in the development and execution of marketing strategies that will help Visit Columbia reach its target audience, build awareness for the destination, and inspire travel to Columbia. She will also help promote the City of Columbia and its 12 departments to help better serve the citizens of Columbia. Dearborn obtained her bachelor's degree from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville with a focus in marketing. She brings agency experience in digital marketing that includes social media, graphic design, email communications, blogging, and online community engagement. City Manager Tony Massey stated, Lexi Dearborn is a beneficial addition to the tourism and marketing department. We're confident she will step expertly into this new role and exceed our expectations. As the marketing coordinator, Dearborn will assist with a wide variety of marketing initiatives such as digital campaigns, social media, public relations, events and projects, and community awareness. We are happy to welcome Lexi to the team, said Tourism and Marketing Director Kelly Murphy. She brings relevant experience in marketing and communications, and she is, no doubt, going to be an asset to the city, she said. The marketing coordinator position is funded through federal ARP grant funds provided by the Tennessee Department of Tourist Development over a five-year period. Samantha King, a Forrest graduate and an NAIA All-American selection at UT Southern, has been named to succeed Lori Rutherford as softball coach at Columbia State Community College. The announcement was made during a Monday press conference on campus. We're very excited to have Sam as the new head coach for our Lady Chargers program, C-State Athletics Director Katie Willingham said. I've been privileged enough to watch Sam throughout her career. When I was at Cleveland State, I was able to see her success when she was at Motlow, and also to see her success when she made that transfer to Martin Methodist UT Southern and continue to see her growth in the sport, she said. After completing her career at UT Southern in the spring of 2022, when she earned NAIA Second Team All-American honors, King joined the coaching staff at Columbia State as an assistant under Rutherford and under women's soccer coach Keen Barkley. 
This spring, the Lady Chargers finished 5-47 and in their final season under Rutherford, 2-31 and in TCCAA play, and lost 9-0 to Jackson State in the opening round of the conference tournament. I want to win some games, King said regarding her objective as she steps into her new role. I love winning. I'm a winner, so I want to win some games, but most importantly, I want to get the girls better into the academics, being better as student-athletes, she said. I like how I get to start over. The past couple of years haven't really been the best, so just building a better culture, a new atmosphere, and more enjoyable to the girls, that's what I'm looking forward to, she said. King helped Forrest to a Class A state title as a sophomore, with the Lady Rockets placing second in Class A her senior season. She then played two years at Motlow State and three at Martin Methodist UT Southern. All along, though, coaching was the desired next destination. I've always wanted to be a college coach, said King, whose association with Willingham through summer softball led her to initial hiring at Columbia State. Once Lori resigned, I filled out my application and lucked out. I'm from here. I love the community, the faculty and staff. There's so much support here. That's why I pursued it, because I knew I'd have some backup, she said. Though Willingham said the position drew a good bit of interest, King's passion pushed her over the top through the selection process. She has an incredible love for the game and the success on the field that the young ladies will have on the field, Willingham said. She has a passion like no other. She did a good job of explaining and preparing us for what her reign would be like as the next head coach and really did impress everyone. She's growing and will continue to grow. We're looking forward to the goals she has set forth and all she'll accomplish over the next few years with the program, she said. Rutherford ends a seven-year stint at C-State Softball, having taken over after Johnny Luttrell moved into the AD position. The Lawrence County High School graduate previously coached five seasons under Luttrell after enjoying an all-conference playing career with the Lady Chargers and earning all Trans South Conference honors twice at Martin Methodist. Join the City of Columbia and Columbia Fire and Rescue as they conduct their annual 9-11 memorial ceremony. Located at Firefighters Park at 1000 South Garden Street at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. on Monday, September 11th, local leaders will honor the brave men and women of emergency services. The public is invited to attend. Murray Alliance and Cowork Incorporated have partnered together to offer a 12-week boot camp led by Piton Consulting designed for entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level. The Mule Force Entrepreneur Boot Camp is a transformative program designed to equip you with the essential tools and skills necessary to propel your business to new heights. During this business development program, Piton Coaching will guide you through a thought-provoking journey that will help you grow your business from infancy to expansion. By the end of the program, you will have the tools you need to become a more efficient and effective business owner with greater levels of impact and influence. Session dates are August 15th through October 24th on every Tuesday from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Murray Alliance Building, located at 106 West 6th Street in Columbia. The cost is $300. $150 will be refunded back upon completion of the course. To learn more, go to www.murrayalliance.com forward slash muleforce. Murray County Fire Department is accepting applications for their fall recruit class. The department provides fire and rescue services to 618 square miles in Murray County. In addition, the team offers public fire education, CPR certification classes, and smoke detector installations to citizens of Murray County. No previous experience is required to join the annual recruit class. 
Murray County Fire Department training program helps you obtain the skills, certifications, and state-level requirements to become a support member or a firefighter. Visit www.murraycountyfiretn.org forward slash recruits and fill out an application today. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. James Warren Thomas, 89, retired employee of the Department of Justice and a resident of Columbia, died Sunday, August 6th at NHC Murray Regional Transitional Care. Funeral services will be conducted on Friday at 11 a.m. at Southgate Church of Christ. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 3 to 7 p.m. at the church. A private family burial will follow in Morrow Cemetery. Mrs. Betty Ruth Adams Bigsby, 85, a retired waitress for Western Sizzlin and a resident of Columbia, died Friday, August 4th at Murray Regional Medical Center. A graveside service for Mrs. Bigsby will be conducted on Saturday, August 12th at 11 a.m. at Rose Hill Cemetery. Mr. George Gilbert Brazelton, 91, a retired district manager for Life Insurance Company of Georgia, died Monday, August 7th at his residence in Columbia. Funeral services for Mr. Brazelton will be conducted on Saturday, August 12th at 12 p.m. at Graymere Church of Christ. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Saturday from 10 a.m. until service time at the church. Dwight Stephen Stoffel, 74, a resident of Paris, Tennessee, died Sunday, August 6th. Funeral services for Mr. Stoffel will be conducted on Sunday, August 13th at 3 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home in Columbia. Burial will follow in Friendship Baptist Church Cemetery in Kalioka. The family will visit with friends from 12 noon until service time at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we'll have mostly cloudy skies early, followed by strong thunderstorms developing during the afternoon. Damaging winds are possible with some storms. The high will be 83 degrees with winds out of the south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. The chance of rain, 60%. Tonight, we can expect strong thunderstorms with the potential for some severe ones. The low will be around 70 degrees with winds out of the south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. The chance of overnight rain, 90%. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Three, two, one. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. 
It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Yesterday, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee issued the special session proclamation and presented the administration's legislative and budget priorities that will go before the Tennessee General Assembly during the special session on public safety convening August 21st. 
As our nation faces evolving public safety threats, Tennessee remains vigilant and is taking continued action to protect communities while preserving the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens, said Governor Lee. In the months leading up to the public safety special session, we have listened to Tennesseans and worked with members of the General Assembly to identify thoughtful, practical measures to strengthen public safety across our state, including steps to support law enforcement, address mental health, prevent violent crime, and stop human trafficking. I thank the General Assembly for its continued partnership and look forward to achieving meaningful results for Tennesseans, he said. Governor Lee will present legislative and budget priorities during the public safety special session to keep Tennessee communities safe, support law enforcement, and address mental health, all while preserving constitutional rights. In addition to bringing the following solutions in the administration package, the governor will continue to work with members of the General Assembly on other legislation specified in the call. The main seven topics include Codification of EO-100 and Tennessee Bureau of Investigation Report Implementation, which requires reporting of accurate, complete, and timely reports from court clerks to the TBI within 72 hours and requires electronic submissions of depositions and expungements to the TBI. Secondly, 10-Care Mental Health Coverage Waiver, which directs 10-Care to seek a waiver from federal government to allow federal matching funds for Medicaid to cover services for mental illness and substance abuse disorders at institutions of mental diseases. Thirdly, addressing mental health workforce challenges, the budget initiatives prioritize opportunities to grow and retain mental health professionals in the state. Number four, are reforms for mental health, which expands access to mental health treatment by eliminating certain collaborative practice requirements for advanced registered practical nurses with psychiatric training. Fifth, strengthening the identification of individuals arrested for felonies provides for the collection of DNA at the time of an arrest for all felonies. Human Trafficking Report This resolution directs TBI to report on the state of human trafficking in Tennessee. And finally, the seventh agenda is promoting safe storage, which eliminates taxes on firearm safes and safety devices, provides free gun locks, expands safe storage training in state-approved safety courses, and creates a public service announcement to promote safe storage. To date, more than 20,000 Tennesseans have submitted public comments on strengthening public safety, and the forum will remain open through the entirety of the special session to ensure that Tennesseans can continue engaging in the conversation. A new Tennessee law that bans teacher association dues from being voluntarily deducted from paychecks will be allowed to go into effect amid an ongoing lawsuit. After issuing a temporary stay on the law to consider arguments, a three-judge panel last week declined to issue a temporary injunction on the law. The Tennessee Education Association, three local teacher associations, and two Tennessee teachers sued the state over the law, which prohibits the association from collecting dues voluntarily from teacher paychecks. The dues provision was an unexpected inclusion in the general Assembly budget bill aimed at raising the statewide teacher pay rate to a minimum of $50,000 per year by 2027. Governor Bill Lee vocally supported the provision, which some Democrats saw as a poison bill to the teacher pay raise legislation. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Fireballs of molten comet debris from the Perseids meteor shower will radiate the night sky, and soon Middle Tennesseans will witness one of the most impressive displays. The Perseids meteor showers have been streaking past Earth's atmosphere atmosphere since mid-July, and come August 13th, Middle Tennessee residents will be in peak position to see the showers whizzing by. People in the U.S. can reasonably expect to see about 40 Perseids in the hour just before dawn on the peak nights. That's about one every couple of minutes, which is not bad, said Bill Cook, NASA's Meteoroid Environment Office. The Perseids is often considered the best meteor shower thanks to its volume and the moon's waning crescent, creating a dark sky and optimal viewing. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.